welcome back to this week's edition of the Premise Podcast. My name is Bo Seagrest. Uh, you may know me if you've heard the podcast before, or if you're related to me, or you're a friend of mine. I have many friends and many friends who listen to this podcast. Um, this week, our premise for the Premise Podcast is the My Least Favorite Murder Podcast. This is a podcast by two murder freaks, and by murder freaks, I mean they are freaked out by murder. They don't like murder, and they won't stand for it. Uh, and we have a guest host this week, and his name is Seth Porter. Seth, how are you? I'm doing well, Bo. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you comfortable with me using your name on here? Should I give you some kind of alias or something? Yeah, you can give me an alias. Uh how about how about Seth Seth Porter? I think that'll be a good one. Sure, we'll just edit out everything before that. I want to make sure, yeah. Any mention of Seth Porter, replace it and use Seth Porter. So I can just redo the introduction. Uh, our guest host this week is named Seth Porter. Seth, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Okay. Uh, how are you doing, Bo? There it is. I'm doing great. Um, I want to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit. So I have some questions just about yourself for you to answer and just answer them very quickly. Feel free to just whatever comes to your mind first. You don't have to spend a lot of time thinking about it. Sure. Um, Do you want me to be honest? Be be honest, you know. Uh, okay. All right. I'll I, be honest. You want to think about being dishonest, would you? Uh, it depends. Seth, I just want you to be sweet. Is that too much okay. to ask? Yeah, I can. <laughs> For you, Bo, anything. Okay, so this is the portion of the podcast, Getting to Know Seth. Um, I, have, I have several questions for you. Number one, who was your hero as a child? Mm. Uh, I would have to say um, Captain America. Captain America. Uh, he what's is your biggest... a superhero, so. Okay, this is, this is very short. <laughs> I understand oh, yeah, I'm, I'm moving on. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to know why. I want to know what. what. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, number two, what's your biggest fear? Mm, failure. Failure. Whew. Too bad we can't tap into that. Uh, number three, what was the name of the archbishop whom Hi King Henry II of England had murdered in Canterbury Cathedral it in 1178? So that you're bringing this up because I literally thought about him this morning. Although I think about him a lot. Uh, Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> it was not Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Uh, his name was Thomas Beckett. Oh, no. So you were wrong. It dates off by a considerable amount. I didn't yeah, you were off to the by date. about, I just about heard, 750 years. I heard Archduke, and uh, it was game over after that. <laughs> you did not hear Archduke, you heard Archbishop, but we're going to move on to <laughs> question four. hear it. <laughs> uh, question okay. four, what artist or band have you been into lately? Glass Animals. Glass Animals, okay, like the Glass Menagerie by Tennessee Williams. Yes, I'm very familiar. It is okay, familiar. we're going to move on to question number five. Uh, in Egyptian hieroglyphics, the symbol of a decorated eye most commonly refers to which god? Uh, we're going to pass. <laughs> I'm going to phone a friend. Just just answer the question, please. Uh, Ra. That's wrong, it's Horus. Dang it. Uh, which I think is also Iris. Is that the same god? I'm not sure. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Iris was represented an by an eye. Um, okay, question number six. You got that wrong, by the way. Question number six. Did I get people... the first question right? That seemed like a pretty objective question or, or subjective question. Who was your hero as a child? Yeah. You got that question right, yeah. Eat. Okay. You've got three out of five right. Uh, question number six. Which people group established an empire in north central Anatolia around eleven uh, around sixteen hundred BCE and would eventually fall to the Neo Assyrian Empire around the eighth century BCE? The Persians. That is wrong. It was the Hittites. The Hittites. Uh. Um all right, number seven. The landmark 1803 Supreme Court case Marbury versus Madison established judicial review. What was the name of the chief justice who wrote the court's opinion for that case? John Roberts? Very close. It's John Marshall. Ah, dang it. But uh. I'm... I, I, I'm going to have to count you wrong on that. Yeah. Um, number eight. If you could have a destination wedding, where would that be? Uh, Iceland. To Iceland. Okay. Yeah. Just write that down so I can remember it. 
All right, and then here's your final question. Are you ready? The final question of getting to know Seth. When the first U.S. census was taken in 1790, the largest U.S. city at the time was Philadelphia. Three years later, the yellow fever epidemic would kill approximately four to 5,000 people, or what would or what was 10% of the city's population. Yellow fever often affects humans or other primates, including the rhesus macaque, or macaca mulata, which is native to South, Central, and Southeast Asia. These monkeys are often used in experiments, including by the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA, during the space race of the 20th century. What was the name of the first monkey sent into space by NASA? I I knew this at some point, and I think that's kind of that's so frustrating because I feel like it's an obscure question. But I'm gonna have to say, Chimpy. Chimpy. Uh, his, name was, right? <laughs> his name was Albert. Damn it. Uh, that was a great question. If I was to name a monkey, I would just name it after the species, like your idea, Chimpy. You know, uh, my pet doggy and my cat feline. That's right. Uh, now I, I, w- I can give you bonus points. Uh, uh, you have three options. You have three opportunities for bonus points on this question. Okay. Um, how did Albert, the space monkey die? He was left in space. He wasn't left in space. Uh, he died of suffocation during the flight. Ah, that's, which is a bummer. What was the name of the, of, the, of the second monkey sent into space? Chimpy. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was Albert II. Oh, I could have gotten that one. No. <laughs> they were not very creative with names either. They were Albert not. Two? They just thought, we got to name this monkey. What's the name? Albert. That's good enough. That's taken. Albert II. <laughs> it's not worth our energy to come up with a second name. Um, okay, What? how did Albert II die? Uh... It is not, I'll give you a hint. It's not by suffocation like Albert won. Uh, he, um, died from, uh, a failure to launch. Like the film with Matthew McConaughey in 2007. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It's the opposite of that. It was a failure to land. He died Uh, on impact Uh, on June 14th, 1949 after a parachute failure. At least they tried. So it wasn't like the they bummer. knew from the get-go that they were going to murder these monkeys. I'm, yeah, I'm sure these monkeys got posthumous medals. So in the getting to know you test, you only got uh, one, two, three, four, four right. Uh, four out so of I nine. Don't... And then you had three bonus questions that you missed all of them. So I don't know myself very well. That's what I'm hearing. You don't. As Socrates would be so ashamed of you. I know. Because as we all know, he said, know thyself. Now that we've given the listeners a chance to get to know you, let's get started with the My Least Favorite Murder Podcast. Oh, whoops. Wrong wrong sound effect. Here's the podcast. A spooky song for a spooky podcast. This is... The Miley's Favorite Murder Podcast. It's good to be back. Very spooky. It is good to be back. Seth, you're the co-host. My name is Bo. Oh, We've course. been doing this podcast yeah. for how long? Oh, would you man. Say? Gosh. Uh, let's see. I think it's going on like three, three and a half years now. Time yeah. flies, man. At least three, three and a half years. We are a murder podcast. We we have people write in and let us know. They tell us about a murder and why it was their least favorite murder. And if they don't tell us why it was their least favorite murder, we can just connect the dots and assume. Oh, of course. Um, we usually unlike do. A, we usually do connect the dots. Unlike a lot of murder podcasts, uh, we don't like murder. We're against no. murder. Yeah. We're not for murder. And we don't get all horned up over murdering is actually the opposite yes we have Very, uh yes. incredibly low libidos ever since we yes. did this podcast mm. um seth uh tell me a little bit about your week have you had a murder full week as we say each week on this podcast oh of course yeah 
Um, well, yeah, I definitely have not, uh, thankfully. Um, in fact, I often wish uh, my listeners, please don't have a murderful week because that would be Don't bad. get murdered. Don't get murdered. Don't, we tell people all the time, don't murder. Stop murdering. Stop, stop murdering. Stop, stop, mur- murdering. stop getting murdered. <laughs> Just stop. Stop investigating murders. (laughs) Don't be a part of any of it. The investigations, nothing. Yes, of course. No, I've had a great week. Um, Very non-murderful. Been pretty, pretty ordinary. Usual, usual week. That's what we want to hear on this podcast, which is, as we all know, Miley's favorite murder podcast. That's right. All right. Well, we have some. Listeners who have written in to us about their least favorite murders, are you ready to start reading those and comment as oh, we yeah, as sure. we often do? Uh, you want to read this first one? Sure, I absolutely will. All right, so this one is titled "I Live in a Murder Home." Ooh. Mm. All right. When I moved into my current house, which is a spacious four bed, four bath with a nice view of the Okahee River. We noticed some strange things happening. Cabinets were opening and closing. The bathtubs would fill while we were away with dirty water, and lights would always randomly turn on and off in the house. Okay. Uh, We thought it was just the house settling until one day when we went to clean out the basement. The previous homeowners had left some stuff down there, but the day we moved in, we were so tired that we just moved all of the old boxes to one corner. When we finally looked through the stuff, we found some creepy items. There was a scrapbook full of newspaper clippings of missing people from the area and unsolved murders reported in the local newspapers. Oh, Lord. All right. We figured the previous homeowners were just big fans of the publication until we found a separate scrapbook full of Polaroid pictures of all of the people from the newspaper clippings. There were Polaroid images of them in our house. We recognized the spacious living room and the four beds and baths. We figured the previous homeowners had kept the scrapbooks because they had lots of friends who all happened to go missing and they were trying to preserve their memories. But when we kept flipping through the scrapbook, we found more Polaroid images of the people being murdered by the previous homeowners. Oh, Lord. This was pretty damning evidence. Uh, We realized that the previous homeowners would invite people over, drug them, and then murder them by tying them to a chair in the basement and Uh. uh, carving them with a knife. Gosh, that's disturbing. Oh, my gosh. We thought about turning in all this evidence to the local police, as you should, but we figured that would be a lot of paperwork. <sighs> Gosh. These are my least favorite murders because these ghosts won't leave our home until we bring their murders to justice. But that's just so much work, and I don't really want to devote the next few weekends to helping the police arrest the murderers because that's my me time. Love the podcast, by the way. <laughs> Oh, Seth, hey, it's okay. Oh, I know man. it's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> that was hard to read. Oh, my gosh. That, you know, I liked it when they were talking about the house and how it has four beds and four baths. And then they I love how spacious about, it is. It seems yeah, great. It, it sounds like it's a very spacious home. But then they started talking about the murdering and the knife carving. It's just so gross. Yeah. yeah. Why, that's... why did... <sighs> this is... Very These disturbing. are not really the types of letters we'd like to get. No, I, I I feel like they should know by now, being on our third, going on our fourth year, that right. we are not a fan of murder. There was, there's no need to go into the knife carving and the drugging yeah. them. It, it, it could really just be a sentence. Uh, previous homeowners murdered people. Like yeah, that's they, all we need. I'll describe it. We don't. We don't want to hear. But blood really grosses us out, and we yeah. don't. We don't like murder I mean, as it should. As it should. But this, you know, this is someone's least favorite murder, and I see why because they're hunted by the ghosts of these people, and frankly, that's pretty obnoxious. Yeah, it's pretty rude. I would agree. It's pretty rude. Uh, I mean. 
you know, what do we tell people, Seth? Don't don't get murdered. Don't get murdered. That's don't. that's rule number one, I would say. Rule that's number rule. two is don't murder people. But don't I would murder. say rule number one is don't get murdered. Just just stop it, okay? Stop getting murdered. Um But this is I you know, they make a pretty good case that the previous homeowners um murdered those people but it seems the the thing that i'm seeing here the implication is that if they turned the previous homeowners into the police then they may lose the spacious four bedroom four bath because it would be evidence in the case yeah it would and so and i really empathize with this person not about the way that they talk about murder uh but about how tired they are and how busy they are and how that means they don't want to solve murders on their free time yeah because they need to use that to for some uh, much needed R&R. R&R, exactly. And like rule number three, don't solve murders. Like, Don't solve come murders. Come on. Yeah. Don't investigate. Don't contribute. Don't, don't contribute. You know, no jacuzzing yeah. in this podcast. Exactly. Because that's that's a part of the murder, you see. Exactly. So you're contributing to the system. That's You're part of the system. You're participating in these things that continue to murder people, which of course is rule number two. Don't murder people. Don't murder people. What else do you have on this letter, Seth? I mean, the, frankly, the, the person who wrote it disgusts me. I agree. Disgusts me. I agree. Um, I, just solely based on the fact that they had to include those gory details. Um, yeah. I, I think it sucks that they're getting uh, haunted by these ghosts, but it yeah. seems like they can kind of deal with it. It's not the worst thing in the world to have. I so. mean, you know, so maybe your water bill and electric bill goes up a little bit. A little bit. Maybe you your know. cabinet's open. Close, close them, you know? Yeah, don't, exactly. Don't just deal with the ghosts and don't get involved in the murders. You know, I've always said that when you're living in a house with ghosts, you kind of have to treat them like your kids, right? You're going to have to clean up after them. You're going to have to, you know, fix the light bulbs when they break. It's Um, like having a turtle around. Exactly. But eventually you'll be able to raise them the right way and then you won't have to worry about that. They'll clean up after their own messes. They're they're like – you know how turtles smell bad? Uh, I don't own any turtles, so I can't say that I do. Ghosts smell bad the way turtles do. I agree with that. Now I, I can I can get behind that. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about that's my final word on this. Yeah, I think I think that pretty much sums up this letter. Um, shall we move on to the next one? We have a yeah, lot I'm of down. letters today. Oh, I know. Uh, you want to read this, or you want me to read this one? Uh, I can read this one as well. Go for it. Actually, you know what? Do you want to read? Do you want to read the next two? Okay. This next letter is entitled, No New Hope. That's the subject line. It reads, Hey guys, I just wanted to put out my opinion. I don't really have anyone I know who's been murdered, but my least favorite murder goes a little like this. It was a calm, cool evening, December 24th. Some would call it Christmas Eve. Harrison Ford is celebrating with his family in a calm, cool house in a suburb outside of L.A. He hears a small ringing on the front door. Who is it? None other than Adam Driver. He turns and whispers to Harrison Ford, I know what I need to do. I just don't know if I have the strength to do it. And he stabbed once, and that didn't quite do the trick. So he stabbed him 57 more times. Apparently, he woke up last year in character and stormed into Harrison Ford's house in Brentwood, which is a suburb outside of L.A. But yeah, pretty awful and gruesome death that happened in Brentwood, a suburb outside of L.A., Definitely my least favorite murder. Thanks, guys. Y'all are the best. Oh, wow. You know, I th- I thought the news would have reported on Adam Driver killing uh, uh, screen legend Harrison Ford in cold blood, but I'm glad they didn't because I don't want to open up the newspaper and read blood everywhere. And yeah. Harrison Ford's Harrison Ford stabbed 58 more times, eight times total, like. That's just too much gore and detail. That's a good you know? point. 58 total times. That's a, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. And you know, Adam Driver, right now, he is America's heartthrob. Mm-hmm. He knows Noah Baumbach. He's been in plenty of Noah Baumbach movies. He was in Francis Ha. And so, you know, I never condone murder in any no. form. I don't condone getting murdered. But what's, you know... Am I going to do anything about this? No, I don't want to be involved. 
No. No, I'm kind of glad that they kept this out of the media circuit. Um, yeah. Frankly, I'm kind of shocked because they seem to always do anything to grab uh, views. Um, but this is just something yeah. that doesn't need to be glorified. Yeah, don't, you know, don't, if you report on the murder, the murderer wins. You know? Exactly. And exactly. Adam Driver is so busy. You know, We talk about this all the time. If you're busy, you don't have time to deal with a murder, no matter how you're involved. No. Uh, he's a very busy man. He sweats a lot because of how busy he is. And he's going exactly. and he's doing all these movies with Noah Baumbach. And he plays yeah. a character based on Noah Baumbach. And he's busy punching walls. And to be frank, uh, let this one slide. Yeah. You know, no let harm, no foul. You know, we, we all knew that Harrison Ford was, you know, getting up there. So... He's got, you know, not a, not a terrible way to go out. He lived a full life. He exactly. was in Blade Runner, the final cut. He had earrings. He learned exactly. how to fly uh, planes. Exactly. I and of course, I'm not condoning murder, but all I'm saying is, you know, no, sometimes you got to give Adam murder. Driver a break. He's under a lot of stress. Yeah. But remember rule number one. Don't get murdered. Don't get murdered. Harrison Ford, you broke rule number one. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, okay, our next letter, uh, the subject line is, my least favorite murder was when my grandma got stabbed on the subway. Let's read it. It says, hey guys, first of all, I want to say that I'm a big fan of the show and have been ever since I stumbled onto the podcast a few years ago. I really enjoy it, especially because I think other murder-focused podcasts and true crime podcasts end up glorifying murder. You guys are the only podcasters I know who have actually said that murder is wrong. Thank you for that. And I just I want to butt in here. He's he's really got his finger on the pulse. Exactly. This is yes. This is the Um, listeners that we want on this podcast for sure. This guy just gets it. Yeah. Um, Now let's hope he doesn't get too descriptive, or we'll barf in our mouths. He he continues on. I wanted to run in and tell you about a personal murder. Now by personal murder, I don't mean I did the murdering. Though I must say I would have done it better myself. I know you guys have a lot of people writing in to tell you about murders they hated or wish hadn't happened, but this one was really a shame. Just a shame. Here's the murder. My grandma was riding the subway, see? She used to always take the red line to Clark Street and then the green line to the financial district, and then she would get off there for her hot dog, and then she'd hop on the blue line and take it all the way to Jersey. This is what she did every day. She had a very exciting life, but unfortunately it was cut short too soon. A little repetitive on the last sentence there, but I'll let yeah, it slide because he's right. grieving. He continues on. My grandma was 102 years old when some guy stabbed her on the subway. I don't know why he did it. I don't know why my grandma, I don't know what my grandma did to offend him. I don't know why this guy had a knife if he wasn't planning on stabbing someone already. All I know is he stabbed my grandma good in the two liters of blood she had in her tiny oh, 40 Lord. pound body. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Blood. The two liters of blood she had in her tiny 40-pound body was all gone by the time the subway got to oh. his next stop. Love the podcast, you guys. You're going to give us a love the podcast, you guys, when you after end with that, the after that graphic image, image that of, I have of people having brain. to get off the subway and they have to step over the grandma and Grandma's a little splash. Two liters of blood. Uh, and a little splash and then their shoe is sticky and the rest of the day they go to their office and their shoes are squeaky and they go, did you wear tennis shoes? No, I just stepped in a you know, a two inch deep pool of blood on the subway. You know, grandma got stabbed. Yeah, Gosh. People get stabbed. You don't have to tell us what it's like to get stabbed. We understand stabbing. Yes. If, if there's anything we get, it's that. It's that. Yeah. So grandma, you know, you live 102 years old. You're going to get murdered at some point. That's just how the world works. Yeah. You either, um, you know, die of old age or live long enough to get stabbed. You know, it's, it's, Murder or or get murdered. It's a murder or get murdered world. <laughs> Which that's is why what we we're don't here condone. to stop. Yes, exactly. That's what that's we're, what we're here, here to, to change. We want to change the game so it's not murder or get murdered. It's more live and let live. Now, uh, this grandma, here's the thing. She got murdered. That broke a rule. Yes. I'm sure she has redeemable qualities, though. It sounds like it. If she lived to 102 years old... That probably means, you know, she wasn't a smoker. Probably not, uh, statistically. Statistically? Yeah. Uh, that probably means she lived through, what, both world wars? I don't know. Uh, At least yes. part of the first one. Yeah. 
Um, that is a full life. You know, this is a lady who did the Charleston. She did the two hop. She did the jitterbug. Uh, oh, yeah. She did know. the quap. She did the quap. She, yeah, she got the polio vaccine. I hope, I hope she didn't yeah. contract polio before the vaccine came out. That would have been a shame. Oh, yeah. She lived through so many presidencies uh, oh, just yes. to get murdered. And this is the thing. This is why murdering is so bad because it's just such a bother. That's just such an inconvenience for this. It is. 102-year-old woman. She probably served in several wars. Oh, no doubt. Probably on the front lines. Probably on the, She probably dressed up like a man so she could get in. I don't know which side she served for. Oh, me neither. Know. She could have fought for the Viet Cong. I'm not here to judge people for their political affiliations. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, she could have been a product of your circumstances. So. You're a product of your circumstances. And if she happened to be on the other side of Operation Desert Storm... That's no reason to get murdered. Yeah. Uh, frankly, I'm disgusted by this post and I'm ready to move on. How about you? You know, I think that's a good idea. <sighs> Man, these these take so much out of me. But I think it's important to get it out there. I know you guys um, really love uh, the work that we do. Um, and so I think it's yeah. valuable. To the listeners is who he's talking to. Exactly. Not the murder. Seth, you got to remember our listeners are very. Um, how do I put this? Uh, they're they're idiots. They don't. So yeah. when you address them, you got to remember. Don't use pronouns. Don't only use pronouns. pronouns. That's that's exactly right. And I know you know this. You know we get reviews all the time. Uh, this is a great podcast, but I don't understand who they're talking to. We get these <laughs> reviews all the time, and it's you know. I, I'm, I'm so glad you like the podcast. I'm so glad you hate murder. Uh, but, you know, have some common sense to our listeners. Now, Seth, this, this next, we usually get these via email, right? Yes. This next one, we have a hard copy of it with us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's yeah, a piece I'm of looking at it right now. And someone cut out letters from a magazine, maybe Nat Geo, maybe Time. Yeah, maybe it's hard to tell. Maybe some dirty magazines. But they uh, they did not leave their handwriting. They used uh, square cutouts from magazines to write this. Yeah, uh, I would say they probably used several because I'm seeing different fonts too in the letters. Different letters have different fonts. Yeah, yeah. And so it's probably from several magazines. And this is someone who writes into us often and we dismiss them every time. And I don't get why this person keeps writing in. Um, but we should read it. Would you like to read this one? Yeah, I can read it. Um, Josh, this guy annoys me. This guy's a real jerk. Yeah, he's so annoying. All right. Um, So the top, he he put his own title, which I think is a little presumptuous, but it says, You'll Never Catch Me. Uh, All right. I'm just going to go ahead and. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm going to go ahead and dive into this. All right. It says, Hello again, podcasters. I have struck again. Gosh. Perhaps you and your feeble minds can attempt to actually catch me this time. Anyone competent would have by now. Gosh, we're not even looking for you. What the heck? All right. Uh, I have abducted, abducted and murdered another one of America's sons. This one had a red beard and a third nipple. He screamed loudly when I cut him. Oh, God. All right. Then I poured water down his throat because he looked thirsty. Uh, all right. He asked me for a leaf, so I drowned him with a pillow. This okay, we're, we're going to just, yeah, we're going to just keep, keep moving on. Keep reading, yeah. If you would like to find his body, you'll have to first answer this riddle. When the bell strikes five, the poet will die. When the bell strikes ten, he'll come round the bend. When the bell strikes nine, he gulps at the wine. When the bell strikes one, it's all said and done. Do your best to catch me, podcasters. If you cannot catch me within the week, then I will strike again, and the blood will be on your soft, feminine hands. Wow. How does this guy know what our hands look like? Yeah, and and I also resent the fact that he's using that as an insult. Uh, I spend a lot of time during the week, making sure that my skin is soft and supple. Yeah. Um, if we have skincare routines, what's that to you? you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just self care. Um, you don't have to be callous on the outside and the inside. 
serial yeah. killer. Hey, you want to hear my impression of this guy? Uh, here, here's my impression of this this guy. Ooh, I'm a dumb loser who, uh, you know, I I think murdering's cool, and so I do it all the time. And oh, I use my I have uh, ten subscriptions to magazines. You know, you can get them all online these days, and I have them all sent to my house. So there's evidence of where I live, and then I use them to write to a podcast uh, that who I know it gets annoyed by me and that's why I bug them all the time because I'm an annoying annoying little murderer jerk and ooh, da, 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 da. That is, I think that's pretty spot on um, I got a lot of Gru from Despicable Me in that but I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Gru was a, a serial killer you know I, I, I was trying to do Hannibal Lecter at first and it turned into like <laughs> like like baby dracula was what yeah i got baby dracula out of that for sure um, yeah uh i don't know guy. this guy this guy i i i really can't take him seriously i i don't believe half the things that he's saying um i think he's someone that just yeah full of it He's and just like, does he think we're detectives? Line. Does he? Why does he? He gets. He sends his letters to podcasters. Yeah, uh, he's a zodiac wannabe. He's yeah. got a butterface. He's yeah. a he's a loser with no friends. Exactly. And I would say this about the zodiac killer because I don't condone murder. Murder, but right. this man at least the zodiac killer at least sent his note to detectives. Um, that takes a certain amount of confidence, you know, regardless of the fact that you he know. was murdering people, you know, at least he was like, oh, you'll never catch me. Why is he sending it to podcasters? Like we have time to go solving murders. We're not detectives. We're, we are so busy. Exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, what, what does this guy want? That we're just going to put everything off to the side. We're just going to temporarily postpone our Etsy small businesses so that we can solve these murders, bring this killer to justice. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. No, of uh, course not. No matter how much this guy wants me to, I just, he, he's a, he's a stupid, stupid jerk. And, and what's he going to do? What's he going to do if we don't solve these murders? Is he going to come murder us? Is he going to come? Is he going to find out our, our, our addresses because we put them online on our blogs. Yeah. What, what's he going to do? He's going to call us because our personal phone numbers are online. Well, really? What's he going to do? He's going to murder us because we're very vulnerable and don't expect to ever be murdered except for that. We talk about it all the time. Ooh, yeah. What's this guy going to do? He's going to, yeah. he's going to send us more riddles about how we're going to get murdered. What's, is he going to come cut our faces off and, and eat them or something or wear them? No, no, there's no way. He wishes. He wishes he could yes, wear our faces. He's exactly. A, he's an ugly, ugly butt face moron. Mm-hmm. I think enough said on that one. That is <laughs> that is so true. So true. Uh, yeah, I'd like to that that guy just really really burns me, and so I I'd like to move on to the next one. Yeah, I agree. All right, just I hey, can go ahead and... really quick, if you're a murderer who listens to this podcast, we don't like it. We don't like murder. And if you no. get murdered and you listen to this podcast, you don't get it either, okay? No. Exactly, exactly. And for all those uh, aspiring murderers out there, A, don't murder. B, don't be like this guy. This guy is a loser. He is a C-tier murderer at best. Um, oh, here's a C-lister. Totally. Oh, of course. Of course. Gosh. All right. I think we should just move on. Let's move on. You're right. You're always right. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one is has been sent the normal way uh, via email. Yeah. Um, and the subject line is, my dad is the best. Okay. All right. Hey guys, I am obsessed with your podcast. I fall asleep to it every night, and it helps keep the demons at bay. Okay, uh, interesting start. Um, my least favorite murder is when my father got bludgeoned to death. Oh lord, this is already Ooh. off to a bad start. Uh, all right, well, uh, yeah, he was bludgeoned to death by an elderly man. What? He was just minding his own business too. So sad. In fact, me and Pop were on our way back from a Yankees-Red Sox game. 
this took a very strange turn, but we're going to just go with wasn't it. Expecting. It's a, no. a best rivalry in sports, but I wasn't expecting yes. that. Yeah, that didn't seem to come come into the story here, but apparently it does. All right, let's continue. Uh, so we were uh, on our way back from a Yankee Red Sox game, and he had bought me an ice cream cone to enjoy while we were on the subway. I tell you, my dad was the best. He leans over to me and tells me, you know, son, I'm proud of you. And I'll always be proud of you. You don't have to prove anything to me. Live your life the way you want. And don't ever compromise your values because you think someone else would judge you for it. And then out of the blue, this elderly lady starts saying all these hurtful things about my dad. You're such a loser, Jerry. You'll never amount to anything. And then other things like, if I only had two bullets and was in a room with you, Hitler and Stalin, I'd shoot you. And then I'd throw the gun in between Stalin and Hitler and watch him fight over it to see who'd win. She even live tweeted, Jerry stinks. So dad was, so dad did what any self-respecting father would do in this situation. He he violently murdered the elderly lady. (laughs) And then everything in the universe was back in balance. We continued to enjoy our subway ride. I got to finish the rest of my ice cream cone, and we oh, tell so each this other is, this all happened on the subway ride. This is all on the subway. Yes, uh, that's, that's what it appears. Um, yeah, so far it seems like elderly lady starts hurling insults at this man's father. This man's father violently murdered the elderly lady, and then quote everything in the universe was back in balance. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is this is interesting. Okay. So we continue to enjoy our subway ride. I got to finish the rest of my ice cream cone, and we tell each other funny jokes. So we're getting close almost to our stop when this old man starts screaming, You murdered my wife! You're gonna pay for this! And I didn't really understand what the big deal was. I mean, clearly he was clearly he heard what his wife was saying. She was a bad person. No need to sugarcoat it. Dad was really just doing a favor for the man, helping him find happiness outside of a broken marriage that was torn to pieces by the constant barrage of insults. But the man didn't get it, so instead he started hitting my dad with his cane over and over again. Oh gosh, it was it was horrible to watch, but there was nothing I could do in that situation. It was definitely my second least favorite murder. Yeah. That's that's how the email ends. Uh that's a lot to unpack there. That's a lot to say. Uh, this guy had two murders. I mean, this is, you know, when you're willing yeah, two to engage one. with murder, this is uh, this is what happens. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of our rules are broken here. If only, if only our podcast had been blaring from the subway. Speakers, exactly, they would know. They would have known. Hey, don't don't murder people. But one thing I cannot excuse even relative to murder i cannot excuse this live tweeting yes um especially Grandma live knew tweeting. how to live tweet the only thing i'm okay with you live tweeting is a movie that hasn't premiered yet okay interesting i feel like that would lead to spoilers but okay yeah i love spoilers <laughs> okay that makes sense i just this uh, do we have the name of this person who wrote in to us? I think it was anonymous. Uh, well, it an- references anonymous the- has some serious uh, problems that you need to work out with a therapist. Yes. And l- let me just say, anonymous, uh, your role here is not to uh, keep murdering, keep getting murdered, keep talking about murder. Uh, it's just frankly annoying. It uh, is. It's frankly annoying. It it's very bizarre. Um, another thing that's interesting, and this is just an advice to our, our listeners here. This, this is two murders that happened on the subway, uh, plus one from another letter. So I'm getting that the subway is a very dangerous place to live. Yeah. The, the subway is like grand murder central station. If you will. And grandma murder station. It seems like. So is, uh, what does this person want from us? Advice? My advice is uh, don't be so gross when you talk about your dad's murder. You know? Exactly. That's my be advice. Consider it. Just think about someone else for once. These, uh, these people who write into I love our listeners, but they're just frankly impossible. Don't you think so? 
I think so. I think they really are. Um, they're they're pretty dumb. They just they they're, really need to so get dumb. better at understanding directions. We give very simple directions every week, you guys, and you somehow find a way to just screw it up. You know, and all these people. Oh, I got I got murdered again today. We told you not to. You know, it's, why are you yeah. telling us? Yeah. And I just, you know, you got two least favorite murders. That that's in line with a podcast. We all have least favorite murders because we don't like murder. But then you bludgeon and cane and old man and uh, what else you got for this one, Sethy boy? Man, I don't know. That's that's just a lot. I don't know what caused the elderly lady to be so rude at this person, but. Yeah, did they have? It sounds like they had a previous relationship. I I'm think going so. to speculate that this person's dad had an affair with the old woman, a real Mrs. Uh, Robinson type situation. I see. Yep. I and, see that. And I think he broke it off mm. um, because she didn't want to have kids. Mm. As we see, the father really values their values. son. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, let's talk about this long monologue that the person included in the letter that starts with, you know, son, I'm proud of you. I'll always be proud of you. Yeah. That's interesting that, that, that belonged in there. What do you, you think? What are your thoughts? I, no way. They remembered all of that. In, no, in it, from, letter. from impressions, how old would you put the son when his father gets murdered? I don't know. 60. Yeah. The son 60. I think so too. Um, yeah, the the father probably around 80, 85. 80, 90. Yeah. Which would put the old, sense. old woman at around 110, 116. I would say, yeah, 110, 102 maybe. You know, that kind of thing. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait, wait a minute. We had, a, we had that other letter that grandma got stabbed on the subway. Hold on, wait. They said she was taking the green line to Jersey... Where does the green line start? Yankee Wait. Stadium. Oh, go. Oh. Hey, remember oh she gosh. got off for a hot dog. Where do you buy hot dogs? Yankee Stadium. We just solved a murder. I hate us. This is I, uh, this is despicable. Oh my god. I can't gosh. believe we just solved a murder. Oh, hey, hey, I okay, before we before we panic, before we panic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, this letter was written by anonymous, so we still don't know who so- solved oh, the murder. Thank God, we don't know this guy's oh, last name. Gosh, Whew. that was a. Cl- I almost just had a complete identity crisis. If if we solve a murder, I'm gonna sink into such a seasonal depression. Yeah, I can't. I can't even begin to describe it. I agree. So let's move on before we solve this murder for good. Okay. All right. We. You know it's. Less of a blessing, more of a curse that we were we were given this God-given ability of solving murders. And we we're tempted every it. day to solve murders, but we don't because we have principles. We do. We have morals, and we just won't stand for that. We have a moral backbone. Let's move on to the next letter. You want to read this or you want me to? Uh, you go for it. All right. This is another letter. Hopefully, <laughs> this doesn't add to the to the story that's piling on top of itself with the subway murders in New York. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. This one's entitled the serial killer from my small town. Very descriptive. I feel like the title is so descriptive. We don't even really need to read it. Yeah. We might as well. It says, um, and I can tell it's boring already. I'm from a small town that is very into folklore and supernatural stuff. For example, we have a statue of the Loch Ness monster at the strip mall. The reason why everyone in town is so into spooky things is because in the 40s we had a a serial killer in town. I wasn't alive yet, but my grandfather was the detective who was trying to catch him. I hate the grandfather character already. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My grandfather never did catch him, though, and this was his biggest regret. Um, The thing about the serial killer was that he was known for removing the eyeballs from his victims. My grandfather assumed the killer was the town's pharmacist who wore an eye patch due to a war injury. So my my grandfather arrested the pharmacist's war hero, but the murders kept happening. Uh, At one point or another, my grandfather arrested every person in the town for being the serial killer. I told you he's a bad person. 
You, you got it person. right already. Still, the murders kept happening. Obviously, the detective's fault uh, for trying to solve this murder. Oh, yeah. Our small town was a big town before the serial killer came, and as far as we know, he's still among us. I, I'm assuming he's saying that because it's a small town now. Yes. And the serial killer wiped out so many people. Every time sense. someone in our town dies, we assume it was because the serial killer murdered them, but usually these days it's just related to health problems like high cholesterol. Oh, yes. And they end the letter pretty spooky in it. I guess. I don't know what you want me to say to that. I don't... Was this a, a bragging? Were you bragging that... Don't feed me emotions. That's what I want to say to this... Exactly. To this, uh, the author of this letter. Oh, of course. Yeah, this is pretty, pretty disturbing. Uh, they yeah. added way too many details. Too many that didn't details. Belong. Anyway. It's like, so you tell us all this, what do you want us to do about exactly. it? Exactly. What's the big deal? Like, I just don't understand. I think you're right. The serial killer from my small town was by far enough to explain that what was, was going good on enough. Here. I, you know what? For this person, you may want advice. You may want us to solve this murder. You know, we got nothing for you. Move on with your life. I, I would say some place where they don't murder people. Exactly. You know, honestly, high cholesterol is a silent killer. So I would focus more on that. Um, yeah. Switch to a more varied diet. Don't eat as many trans fats. You know, I think that's, that's right. going to help you out way more than trying to solve. Hey, and feel murders. free to on special occasions splurge a little bit with your eating. You know. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to knock out cheeseburgers completely. No, no. Everything is good in moderation. All food is good food. Yeah, that's right. Even cigarettes sometimes. You know, there I've I've known of people and bears that have enjoyed cigarettes, both bears? lit and unlit. Yeah, bears. I know of a few bears that love to ingest cigarettes. Hey, did you see this at the circus? Were they also rolling around on a big ball with a star on it? Uh, you know, now that you mention it, I feel like they were. I really was just paying attention to to what the bear was eating, but I think he was also <laughs> running around what on, was a, the bear on a circus eating? ball. He was eating a lit cigarette. Oh, he was. Okay, the bear wasn't smoking. No, he was eating it, eating it whole, he was eating um, it. digesting if I, it. If I owned a circus. And PETA would would really be on me for this, but I stand by it. If I owned a circus, my main attraction would be the cigarette-smoking animals. You know, come see the elephant taking drags. You know, Uh, come see the monkeys uh, on a smoke break from work. Uh, And I think we should move on, please. Okay. Um, I I think so. Do you want to read the, the next one? Before we do that, uh, we need to take an advertiser break. Is that okay? okay? Yeah, let's do it. My Least Favorite Murder is brought to you by Herb's Funeral Home on Valdesta Boulevard. Herb's Funeral Home specializes in burying people who were murdered. In fact, Herb will take 15% off your invoice if your dearly departed loved one was murdered in cold blood. Herb also offers 10% off if your loved one was manslaughtered and 5% off if your loved one died because of someone else's incompetence. Herb's Funeral Home wants to help you find closure with the uninvestigated murder of your loved one. For just an extra additional fee, Herb will do everything in his power to track down the killer and bring him or her to justice. Herb hates murder, and that's why he is the sponsor of this podcast. Bring the corpses of your murdered loved ones to Herb's Funeral Home on Valdesta Boulevard today. He'll take care of it. Or your money back. That's right, or your money back. Herb's Funeral Home, Alright, and now back to the show. We you, you wanted me to read the last one that we have? Yeah. You wanna go ahead and read this last one here? It's uh, it's the subject line is shotgun wedding. Shotgun uh it reads Hi, my least favorite murder podcast. I just wanted to say how much of a fan I am. I listen to it every day on the way to work. I recently got laid off, so I've had even more time to listen. I spent six to eight hours playing a podcast on repeat. Every day, and I've become quite good at reciting the cast from memory. I wanted to write in about my least favorite murder. It was my father. He recently died of a heart attack while recovering from a skydiving incident. Uh, Okay, he was being cared for in Dallas Memorial Hospital 
and was set to be discharged on June 12th. The night before, the nurse, quote-unquote, accidentally switched his medications and gave him epinephrine instead of morphine. Uh, They later found surveillance video of the incident. The nurse is seen closing the door, entering a closet, and coming out in a bridal gown. She apparently had been in love with my father when they were in high school and always wanted to marry him. She had a pseudo-wedding ceremony in the hospital and then whispered in his ear, If I can't have you, no one can. Yeah, I can't believe someone would do that to my papa. It's so hard to comprehend. Anyways, I love the show and I hope my agony is good enough for your damn podcast. Thanks, Delilah. Um... The biggest oh surprise, gosh. I did a, you know, I read, I imagine a man was writing to us the whole time and her being named Delilah really threw me off at the end. Oh yeah. Also, she seemed to like the podcast so much. And then she ended with hope my acne is good enough for your damn podcast. damn podcast. I like it. I like her style because she didn't focus on the murders much at all. She said yeah. how it happened, but didn't go into gruesome details about. She didn't say the method of murder, which is yeah. good. Well, she did, yeah. but it's a you know, who yeah. cares? It was it was necessary this. to explain what happened, but yeah. I love how in the end she was like, "I'm not trying to glorify this. I love you the know, show and hope my agony murder. is good enough yeah. for you." Um, yeah, you know, I, she's she's honest. She's blunt. She's got spunk. She's got spunk. I like. She's got it. what it takes to make it in this town. You know, I agree. I agree. By which I mean podcast town. It's a metaphorical town. Joe Rogan lives there. Oh yes. Um, um, the streets are paved with microphones. Of uh, the the postal service, the USPS, is uh, just a place where you go and use headphones to listen to different podcasts. The mayor is Mark Marin. The well, the mayor is WTF with Mark Marin. Podcast yes. town. Everyone who lives there lives in an apartment. It's one of those apartments, you know, if you've ever seen like the apartments they built for uh, post-war Germany that the Soviets built that look like yep. big Lego pieces. Oh, and yeah. the, the people live in those podcasts and there's a floor for every type of genre podcast. Uh, podcast Town, uh, They it was established in 2005 and they have their own constitution. It's an independent nation. Podcast Town. We all know all the online. constitution of the Podcast Town. Is it, we all know about Podcast Town, just reiterating for people. Podcast Town is a place where uh, there's no murder, but everyone talks about murder. Uh, it's a place where everyone, half of the things that ha- all the coffee shops are just Rob Lowe being interviewed by uh, celebrities. Yes, and, exactly. And you can't buy coffee, you just buy a cup that comes with an iPod in it, and on that iPod are downloaded podcasts. Yes, and every coffee mug is just filled with tap water the that's right um the what type of trees are there elm trees of course and rolling from the elm trees are different podcasts of ev- yes exactly we all are familiar with podcast town of course but we're just reiterating for our listeners because you guys are just so stupid you never can remember everything as we all know podcast town is where podcasters go when they die it's of course it's, it's like purgatory, but there are podcasts there. Everyone there lives exactly. in complete and utter agony all day. All you can do is listen to podcasts and not any of the good ones. Of course. And then record podcasts, which are ultimately never going to be listened to by anyone. The The school systems there are all, you just learn how to work a microphone. And from there you spend K through 12 recording different podcasts. Exactly. And then you graduate to do what? To record podcasts That's that right. no one will listen to no one listens to your podcast but you listen to everyone's podcast exactly that's podcast town for you baby Whew. i'm having like uh, hot flashes right now oh yeah i can imagine that was a lot um what what were we talking about uh we've been talking about uh murders um we finished uh talking about delilah um and how we she had i don't know that we finished there was a lot to unpack there that we didn't get to um <laughs> apparently the father died of a heart attack after recovering from a skydiving incident um that right. seems that seems odd and it seemed like he was almost recovered he was set to be discharged the following day i don't know you know these are the things that are sad in the moment but they make a funny story later on exactly you know? exactly and that's what we're here to do, is just tell funny stories and forget that people got murdered. 
Also, uh, Delilah uh, has listened to the podcast so much she can recite it. Yes. Kind of like a Shakespearean actor yes. would um, recite different, I assume, uh, Shakespeare's. Yeah, different plays, different acts. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate she got laid off. Um, but honestly, I think it's a win for her. She's getting to listen to our podcast six to She's eight hours to a day. She's getting to do what she loves. Hey, so and if your job what isn't loves. what you want to do, then you work every day of your life. Exactly. Yep. Um, I got to be honest, Seth, about the podcast here. I think my Adderall's wearing off. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I think you. that's why I got so hung up on podcast town a couple of minutes ago. I think so. I think so. I think I'm having an Adderall come down. I don't abuse Adderall, but I do use it. So yes, take the ad it's out. A tool. I, I use that. It's a tool. I use it to help me sleep, but not during the day. Does that make sense? Is that you understand? Of course, of course. Yeah. When I take my prescription to pharmacies and college towns, they don't let me fill it because they think my prescriptions are fake, even though they're not course yeah i mean i understand and that's as bad as murder yeah it's worse seth we end this podcast with three things every week number one is we say what was our least favorite uh murder of the week you tell me yours that we read Mm -hmm. about that we read about um my least favorite man we've had so many i have to go back and, and look at some of these um i would say my least favorite uh, was Harrison Ford being murdered. That was just very unfortunate, mm-hmm. but, um, and I hate how they included how many times he was stabbed. That's a lot of times. Um, but there was some good that came yeah, from it. So I would say that's my least favorite. My least favorite murder, um, I would have to say was this, the serial killer from my small town. Um, yeah. Just so boring. So, and it, 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 they closed the letter out with pretty spooky in it. Yeah, um, that, that really rubbed me raw. I understand. Like, what do you think you're British or something? And also, I'll determine if something's spooky. Yes, uh, your story's not spooky. You got to live yeah. with that. That's very presumptuous um, to to assume that your story's spooky. Oh, oh, oh! I for, and I forgot we uh, our combined least favorite murder. I guess you know we have our personal ones, but it's got to be you know Mister Mister Serial Man. Oh, of Mr. course. Of course, he wins every week uh, that he writes in, that douchebag. I, I can't stand the sight of his newspaper clippings. Um, and, you know, maybe he keeps writing into us through the mail, by the way. No return address. Uh, you know, he writes into us. We open up the letters and there's white powder in there. And then we read, we read the letters and then we just talk about how much we hate this guy. Maybe we're this is what he wants out of us. Yeah. We may be playing um, right into his hand. So I wonder if we should go the opposite way with it. So maybe he'll stop writing to it. Uh, the serial killer guy, I love him. I want to marry him. I think he's a good, sexy oh, yeah. man. I, I really want, admire I wanna, how much of an idiot he is. He really like. I want to grow old with him. Of I want to, you know, if he wants to murder me, that's his prerogative. Yeah, um, exactly. He's cool. He's interesting. His syntax is what I'd want it to be. I assume he's educated. Um, oh, of course. And he's just way a good, he can, good man. He can cut out letters and paste them on paper. I just am really. He knows how to use scissors, and that's more than I can say for most people. Exactly. Um, he's a good man, and I like him. He's not yeah. annoying. Not at all. So maybe now that asshole will leave us the hell alone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Uh, the second thing that we do to close out every podcast. Every, every podcast for the last three and a half years. For the last three and a half years is. Uh, we pick a number. Uh, so I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Yeah. What is it? Uh, of course, you're thinking of the number seven. I was. I really was. Yeah. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, um, the last thing we do is sing the light, the my least favorite murder uh, theme song. Of course. All right. Let's go ahead. I hate murder. La, la, la. It's so gross to me. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Get the murder away from me. I don't want no part in it. My parents don't understand me. They won't get out of my room. They think it's just a phase. They think it's just a phase. This is me 
Dad. This is me, Dad. I've done this for three and a half years, Dad. Don't murder. Don't get murdered. And what's rule number three? Don't solve murders. Don't investigate. We hate detectives because they murder. That's all for today. I'll talk to you next week, Sethi. We'll have some more murders to cover. Oh, yeah. Look forward to it. started it with the throw up instead of the my least favorite murder soundtrack <laughs> did you do that on purpose no <laughs> <laughs>